Welcome, baseball fans. It's time once again to run the bases. I'm play-by-play Tucker Wells, joined as always by Coach Jordan Bounds. Coach, it's getting cold out there. It's getting cold out there, but it feels good. Yeah, it feels good. It feels good. The uh, the fall classic has led to the winter doldrums, and then spring's going to be just around the corner, don't you say? Uh, not just around the corner yet. We're only in November, but yeah, we've got an interesting winter ahead of us. Yeah. Well, cold outside, but hot on the stove, so let's jump right in. Uh, leading off, Jason Hayward to the Cardinals, Shelby Miller to the Braves. Your thoughts? Oh, uh, several thoughts. I'm so enthused by the last couple of days uh, as a Braves fan. Um, Number one, what a great thing to acquire Shelby Miller on Shelby Foote's birthday. Uh, (laughs) I've only known of two Shelbys in my life. Uh, That's it, you know. Uh, And so that has to be a sign. Um, We weren't going to re-sign Jason, Hayward. Hayward, Jason Hayward, and uh, I, uh, and I like Hayward. I have nothing against him or anything, but we weren't going to resign him. And then not only did we get something for him, we got something substantial for him. Uh, Shelby Miller may not be a top of the rotation type of starter. Uh, as he indicated a couple of years ago, he may be still. He could be a number one. He could be an ace. He has great stuff. But even if he is your uh, a number three or four starter, he is the type that gives you 200 innings a year, something yeah. that we desperately need. Yeah. Uh, not only that, uh, the uh, we uh, and, and I, I don't like trading um, Jordan Miller. Uh, trading Walden Jordan, uh, Jordan uh, Walden I don't either uh, you know Walden was my favorite reliever because um, he had good stuff but also his delivery so well, so little, bizarre that little softball hop yeah that uh, but and which is only effective as a reliever yeah uh, what's his name who used to pitch for the Marlins then the Giants had that same kind of uh, delivery I can't remember uh, was he but, prominent Rob Nen yeah Rob Nen Rob uh, Nen there you had go. that same kind of like little hop thing uh, but and, and I hate seeing Walden go, but I'm uh, Tyler Jenkins has really plus stuff, and uh, whereas he has had this, uh, he's had some sh- shoulder surgery. He came back midway through last season, pitched all right, and now he's been like lights out in the Arizona Fall League. Uh, this could be a beyond all of this. This is a continuation trade of. Trading Lasella, uh, the second baseman. Uh, whereas people could look at this. I mean, and we have nobody, you know, replacing Lasella. We don't have a second baseman now. Uh, the uh, I, I, I mean, we have uh, Pena and Gosselin, Philip Gosselin, and Gosselin though I thought was just as good as Lasella. Now, of those two, let's say we start the season with either Pena or Gosselin starting at second. Which one Gosselin you... starts, Pena's backing him up. He's... So Gosselin, how do you feel about Gosselin's D? I think his defense is better than Listella. Uh Better than Listella. Because, see, yeah. we've talked about this before. The key to a second baseman for the Braves, more than anything, is being able to be a defensive counterpart to Simmons. You know, now... And- uh, however, I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put my focus on how good their bat is. If they can just, you know, 
hit well enough, but have sound enough defense because I'm a, I'm I'm big time into what you you've said it before. We could potentially have a Viskel Alomar combo at at the keystone but you know maybe we wouldn't we, we, we wouldn't need get an a, alomar you know we um, need an alomar absolutely we might not be lucky enough to get an alomar right. but still one of our top prospects uh jose peraza uh is a second baseman now he appears to be at least another year away but one of the things that john hart has done is given young players the opportunity to come in and become something, whether it was a Jim Tomey, a, a Kenny Lofton, a Carlos Baerga, a Manny Ramirez. Uh, it, uh, I mean, this is something that John Hart has done uh, continually, and maybe this is what he's doing with Peraza. Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, Philip Goslin, I think, is just there. Uh, until Peraza uh, show until Peraza is our second baseman, uh, yeah. whatever. Uh, the whereas getting rid rid of Listala, this was just. I mean, we got uh, Vizcaino back, uh, and that was enabling us to trade Walden. Uh, that was getting another reliever to kind of replace Walden. And Vizcaino could never throw strikes, but he had an electric arm. Uh, and now that he's uh, had uh, shoulder surgery as everybody on the Braves. Yeah, uh, the uh, you know maybe he'll have a little more. Control. Is Tommy John uh, or I'm sorry, Doctor James Andrews just on payroll? Yeah, I'm sure he is. But uh, that's probably for every team though. The uh, for the Braves, he certainly is. Uh, yeah, but one of the things that this I think does, I think there's probably several employee of the month plaques with James Andrews uh, in the clubhouse. Yeah. Anyway, uh, moving on. Uh, in the trade of Listala, we picked up some international bonus slots, uh, and uh, I don't understand all of this in terms uh, where we got two of Chicago, we got their second and fourth round international bonus slots for our fourth round as well. Whoa, whoa, uh, whoa, my head hurts. What is an international slot? Is that some other draft? Us, it allows, yes, it allows us to take, we will get one more pick in an international draft that we didn't get before. Okay. It is uh, the easiest way to supplement your uh, your your roster, your 40-man roster uh, at this time uh, in the international draft. And I don't understand all of the finances behind the thing, but this was something that John Hart recognized that we needed to do. Uh, not only did we have a decimate, uh, our pitching staff were giving up 400 innings this year and getting nothing in return. We have no uh, minor leaguers ready to come up. Our minor leagues have been completely depleted, which two days before the Stella trade, I thought it was interesting that they traded Wren's kid, who had a pretty good year. Uh, oh, we're going to purge as much of that as possible. Of Wren as possible. I know, uh, and it's amazing to see how now, yeah, just in two weeks, like actual moves that make sense. Oh, know? yeah. Uh, all of it's this, unbelievable. All of this, I mean, and the money that we have gained in trading Hayward, we are apparently looking after Justin Masterson right now. That is a possibility. Um, and it were we to add him, I, there, I, I'm so well, no. happy that 
Uh, John Hart is now our general manager. As am I. As is all of Braves Country for the most part, I'm sure. You know, However, hey, Braves Country seems to be upset about this trade because Braves Country is stupid. Yes. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, I, we won't call our lovely listeners stupid. No, but not our listeners. They wouldn't be listening. Well, no, that doesn't make <laughs> you any sense. You don't know that. <laughs> if we talk about the Braves, people who like the Braves are going to listen. So there you go. Um, no, I, I understand why. Because Hayward is, you know, the second coming, quote unquote. But what Hayward is to me is an opening day home run against Carlos Zambrano, and that's about it. Hayward and a really is good gone glove after this year. I mean, I, yeah, he I may. Know. You know, there is no doubt to me that he's going to hit three eleven this year with the Cardinals and the Cardinals. Oh, I doubt able, that. I doubt that incredibly. I don't think. Cardinals I don't think he can put are, it together. I, the Cardinals are going to say, well. Putting on the cardinal uniform made the difference. I don't think blah, he. Blah, blah. Uh, the, I don't think he cares. It's it's his, you know, it's his head free agent year. Maybe so, but look at what happened to Scherzer in his free agent year. He actually took a step backwards, which is now not much of one. Not much of one, but see, Hayward, it wasn't one forward. So if Hayward doesn't move forward, Hayward wasn't the MVP the year before before Uh, well okay fine so this is not apples to apples we've established that but bear with me if jason hayward is still bouncing up and down in the batter's box which we couldn't convince him to not do over the course of five years how are the cardinals going to do it how is suddenly playing in st louis where you got to think that hayward who grew up in atlanta loved atlanta rooted for the braves played on the braves east cob team is not going to really care a whole lot about being in st louis millions of dollars can change He's going to make millions anyway. I'm just saying yeah. that. I'm just and, saying and, and that he's the player. That's the problem. Uh, I mean, we don't. He's not going to be worth what he is going to be able to ask. Now, I, here's another thing to think about: the Cardinals do not overpay. Look at the pool host thing. Look at um, recent memory. Uh, well, just look at the pool host. They did they not had overpay a for him. Problem this year. Their right fielder died. Uh, that's so that's so kind the way you put that way to well, show some respect all right well he passed away okay Oscar Tavares was tragically killed in a car accident thank you he's dead uh, and I, I feel I, sorry for you sometimes look well he is I you know and so the Cardinals had to do something maybe they were forced into a position at this time uh, this is one of the few times where they might have been. Yeah, know? it is business. I mean, the business of baseball continues on, so I'll grant you that. But even still, even still, the Cardinals invent heroes. That's the thing about them. They do not overpay. And I don't think Hayward has it in him to put together a 300-plus batting season. I don't think they're going to overpay for him. Uh, the Cardinals have overpaid for people in the past. Jack Clark in the 80s and some people. But like what that. about this regime? All right. Well, Look this, at this regime. This that, that... Total, they have, I mean, they haven't overpaid recently. Uh, what I'm looking at as we have, we've picked up two pitchers who whose problems in the last year have been control, not velocity. And the Braves have not had a good batting coach since Don Baylor. Uh but uh and that's including Pendleton. Uh but they have had a very good pitching coach who may be able to correct the control problems of both Jenkins and Miller, if Jenkins still even has some. Well I agree with that. Do you know what 
Do you know what this trade looks like to me? What? This is the uh, reverse J.D. Drew for Adam Wainwright trade. Well, yeah, it does kind of have that uh, feel to it. Yeah, an overhyped hitter for a good yet not great pitcher. I'm not saying Shelby Miller will become the next Adam Wainwright, but hey, one can hope. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I, I but even if he's not, even if he is a, a third or fourth, we have four years of uh, control over him. He's making 500000 uh, that gives the Braves so much flexibility that they didn't have. All right, and now the the question before we go first to third, um, what about BJ? What's the story with BJ right now? How are we getting rid of him? Are we just well, cutting him like our, we said, or no, is there no, any no, way no, they're, they're you, not going to just cut him? There is this whole thing now where they're going to trade. Uh, if you take BJ and take Gaddis at the same time. Uh, you know, we got to have somebody play the outfield eventually. I know. Uh, and, and I can't, you know, I've reversed course on the casual letting go of Gaddis. I kind of think now, you know, I don't want to lose him. I'd rather however, have him however, there. However, I will say an Upton to Upton to Gaddis outfield, that would be one of the worst defensive outfields in the oh, yeah. history of the Braves. Uh, that's getting there with you know, putting Rico Cardi in left and Jeff Burrows in right. Uh, yeah. You know, and uh, I, um, yeah. Up, it, up, Oso. Uh, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I, I don't know. At least you can make some funny signs with yeah, that. Right. I mean, I, I'm not certain. There are, we are going to have to figure out a way to score some runs. Uh, but right now, just the turn and seeing what, uh, Hart has done and having a true general manager who has a feel for things, uh, who and understands has built winners. scouting. Uh, He's built so, winners. What oh, did sure Frank Wren ever build? Uh, right. He uh, probably couldn't build a Frank Lego Wren set. Frank Wren got his son uh, drafted. Um, yeah. The, uh, well, not just with our Braves. A lot more big news coming off of the hot stove. we got to talk first about Giancarlo Stanton. What a con... 13 years and... Thirty bazillion dollars. First of all, what a smart move he made by calling himself Giancarlo. Mike Stanton is never going to get three hundred million dollars. Uh, Giancarlo Stanton gets three hundred twenty-three or three hundred twenty-five million dollars. Um, now, while it is a fact that no player that has ever made that ever receive or no team where one player has made 20% of their payroll has ever made the playoffs. Uh, that seems to uh, indicate that this is a poor signing, particularly since it's for 13 years. Um, there may be something different in this. Uh, this may be a new, uh, I don't I, I hate to think that Lori has uh, really stumbled onto some sort of Billy Ball type of uh, way of building a team, but the uh, everybody is pointing that uh, as long as Lori owned the team, they needed something to change the attitude of the uh, in Florida. But uh, how about Marlins man? Well, the Marlins man is certainly as positive as just about anything the the uh, 
the, the Marlins, Marlins have had going in years. For yeah, I mean, uh, he's also a proud listener of running the bases. So all there you go. Right. The uh, that shows what a positive uh, person he is. Uh, the Marlins are talking about giving extensions uh, to Yelich and Alvarez and stuff, and this could um, make them more substantial. But in the meantime, they have all of these players that are making nothing. Uh, and now they're not going to sign uh, Fernandez back. I mean, uh, he, really? You don't think so? I, I would bet a toe that they wouldn't sign him back because he's, well, a, see, Boris, I was... he's a Boris. Uh, agent and Boris never signs with a team. None of his players ever sign with the team that they're on. None really? of them ever. The only one that has was Maddox, who said, "I'll negotiate my own contract." Thank you. Uh, Such a great move. The uh, that's the coolest thing ever. The well, right? But uh, so you know, Fernandez is not going to be back with the Marlins, but, but they uh, still have him for several years now. Right, right. Four so. more years, at least four more years. And so they've got all of these players and, uh, uh, what's the Echevera, uh, the shortstop. Yeah. Echevera, yeah, complicated uh, name, but yeah. Uh, Alvarez and, uh, and they made a trade. And, they made a trade at the deadline for somebody who, uh, uh, was a, was a brave killer coming out of the pen, but, Anyway, uh, anyway, they, they have all of these young players. They're a better team, and they don't have to pay any of them forever. So, may uh, so this is they the Mar- John Carlo, uh, who has the no trade contract. You know, he's they can't just dish him like they have everybody else. Now, he has an opt out at six years, which he'll probably take. Uh, he'll probably be gone in six years. But in the meantime, the Marlins have six years where they don't have to pay anybody else and they can be a good team. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's so funny <laughs> that everybody talks about the way, you know, the, the, the so-and-so way, the Cardinal way, the Oriole way, the Dodger way, this truly is the Marlins way, you know, yeah. they, they get like one or two hot shots, you know, stud players build these, you know, unknowns around them and then it re- produces a title. <laughs> So. However, they have never done this. They, they've never signed their homegrown talent for any period of time. I mean, well, even Cabrera. You know, they, they oh, didn't yeah. sign any of them. Well, they, I mean, Loria is a, a crook. I mean, that man is a criminal. And uh, he, I think, has to look at this. I don't know what percentage, but that brand new stadium is empty. You know, he's. You can have all the Picassos oh, right, in it, right, and you right. want, and there's nobody sitting in it. So this has to be a business show thing as well. It's like, oh, I agree. I so. mean, it has changed the conversation down there. I mean, right now everybody's like, Lori, it sucks. You know, the Marlins suck. You know, and now they've got like, well, Giancarlo, he's our boy. He's our homegrown yeah. boy. We've got the best young power hitter in baseball. You know, uh, the. Uh, it's got to change the whole attitude. And they've got a good young team. They've got some, you know, they, regardless, when they made, when everybody trashed him for getting rid of that trade with Toronto and everything, they got some good young talent. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what they do. That is yeah. the, that is the Marlins way. And, uh, you know, if nothing else, you look at like the culture of Miami, the Dolphins, who cares? Miami no longer has LeBron James. He's gone. Now you, you, Is there a you, Miami hockey team? Yes, the Florida Panthers, but they'll be contracted like tomorrow, maybe. Okay. Um, 
you have now the Marlins. They've got the coolest new building on the block with the Clevelander, among other things in there. You have a homegrown talent who is a superstar, would have been in the MVP if he hadn't gotten hit in the face and couldn't finish out the year. Although you can argue Kershaw would have trumped even, you know. You know he should be the new face of baseball. Giancarlo? I mean, yeah. I yeah. mean, he is. Uh, Faces of baseball. As well. I mean, you know, he's got all the money. <laughs> Coach, he's like I never the big knew. power hitter, but, you know, he's a, a good looking guy, you know? Hey, it was a wild and crazy guy. Yeah, I know. I know. But uh, he's you're... got a personality, you know, the big U for going. You know, he's yeah, representing yeah. Miami now. The U, it's all about the U. Yeah, they they've got it on both sides now. I'm kind of shocked to think that they would let go of Fernandez, but I'll go with you on your knowledge of Scott Boris and how he operates. This, that being said, they've got the stud starter. They've got the stud hitter. You know, I know baseball is unique in every way compared to other team sports, but they've got the two superstars on the two sides of the ball that you really need, um, I think. Now, you can't quantify one over the other, but they are they are now the thing in Miami. I believe it wholeheartedly with this signing. You know, assuming Fernandez comes back strong, not 100 he's gonna, yeah, yeah, he's not, gonna, not this year, but the year after. It's, he and Harvey both have and, like a year. Unlike the division that the Atlanta Falcons are currently first place in, how about how about the uh, the NL East coming up? You know, everyone in that division uh, is going to be good. I mean, the, the Mets uh, will have DeGroom plus, in theory, Harvey back. And, and, and what's his name that they just signed? Um, uh, the um, guy who won the batting crown two years ago, uh, Cutler. Uh, I Cutler. I, yeah the uh, the Mets are better. Uh, the uh, the Phillies seem to be having the problems. Phillies are going to uh, have yeah it's uh, funny that they're going to be in the doldrums. There is a uh, real discussion of them uh, trading Hamels now, and that uh, I, I see Hamels. I bet Hamels is a Yankee before this uh, postseason's over. What would the Yankees have to trade? It doesn't matter. The Yankees are the Yankees. Uh, <laughs> but I don't know. They'll trade money uh, if you know <laughs> they can give them money. Um, the uh, uh, but yeah, with the, the and so the Braves needed to do something, you know. And I'm just so glad that John Hart is because he'll actually so. do something good. So yeah, so look out it for the Marlins. Take us any time, you know, either. Yeah. So um, let's not, you know we just mentioned uh, the MVP. So let's let's go over the big awards. So um, what did you think of Kershaw as MVP and Cy Young? Obviously Cy Young, but what did you think about him getting the MVP? Um, I think he deserved it, uh, because I mean, and there aren't many pitchers that deserve the MVP, MVP, uh, except when they kind of, uh, have a psychological effect on other teams. And I think that's something of what Kershaw did before we even go to these, uh, awards. And I, I would certainly like to say something about the ALs, uh, Cy Young. <laughs> Kluber. Uh, yes, and, and the <laughs> NL Manager Lane. of the Year. Uh, I'm, I'm so, I, I don't think that uh, that Matt Williams, all right, the Nationals made it there. But, like, ooh, what a surprise. You know, uh, everybody in the <laughs> world picked the Nationals uh, to be there. And then they're out in the first round. So, uh, not uh, good for Matt Williams. Uh but the uh, the Russell Martin signing today uh, with the Blue Jays is 
tremendously significant in a lot of different ways. I, and I know this is getting away from awards, but well, no, 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 we're we're all over the place with the hot stove. We so are this all counts. over the place in this in this particular. But that's uh, fine. Edition. Whatever. Uh, we're running I've, the bases, and we don't always run them well. But hey, right, we just went from third to first. Uh, <laughs> the uh, Russell Martin. Uh, 82 million for five years, and he's what 32 or 33 now. Um, people are pointing to the Saber metrics. People are saying really had a 402 on base percentage, and that he frames pitches really well, takes away strikes, uh, or gives his pitcher strikes and stuff. And that, uh, and the non Saber metrics people are saying that, uh, well, he's a great. Uh, clubhouse leader and he's good with uh, a good handler of pitchers and things of this nature. All of that's BS. Uh, he named the last free agent to sign in Canada. Canada doesn't sign free agents. They'll take on contracts in trades and stuff like this, but they sign no free agents because the free agent's not going to go there because of the tax problems and the the problems, uh, the the passport problems, and all there. There's so many uh, problems that no free agents sign in Canada. However, Russell Martin is Canadian. Uh, and that is significant. He's the hometown boy coming back. Sure, they needed somebody. They have a, a lot of young pitchers that need to uh, be taken care of. They need uh, clubhouse leadership. Uh, Joey Bats has a great name, and he's kind of the, the leader by default because he's such a good ball player, but he's not a clubhouse leader. And uh, they wanted Russell Martin for this. But in order to, if Canada... If a team in Canada, and there's only one now, uh, that's going to sign a free agent, they're going to have to overpay, which is what really free agency is all about. You buy a free agent, you overpay uh, for the free agent. And because you have a specific need that that free agent fulfills. And that's what Russell Martin does for them. Uh, and the uh, And they have a Canadian that's willing to take this type of, uh, is he worth, I mean, look at the, and how many catchers are actual free agents anyway? The last one, McCann, he signed for about the same kind of contract, and you and I both know that was way over his, uh, beyond what he is worth. My memory quickly goes to Pudge Rodriguez. He was overpaid by Detroit because Detroit needed the same thing. You right, know? Right. Detroit's coming off the hundred plus, you know, the hundred and nineteen loss season, you know, and and then they needed somebody to handle all of their young pitchers. Exactly, and then and as a result, you have Verlander, you know, three years later. But I mean, uh, I don't know how much credit you give to Pudge Russell, on that, but there oh, you go. I, I give him some. You know, uh, he was a you know he handled pitchers well. Uh, Russell Martin apparently handles pitchers better. And I tell you what, he's got Mark Burley, you know. Mark Burley got lost last year because he was in Canada, but he's still a, such a great pitcher, just such a great oh, yeah. pitcher that I respect. And, well, he is getting older, but, you know, he pitches the right way. He just give me the ball and throw it. If Madison right. Bumgardner taught us anything, aside from the fact that he's dominant in October, period, amen, it's that give me the ball and I'm going to throw it. The... uh 
I think this was a great sign for the Blue Jays. Um, How about this, uh, you know, <laughs> superhero athletes coming home, like, across the board? The hometown discount is back. Perhaps. Uh, one of the things I think is lost in all of this is that Martin was supposed to sign with the Cubs. Everybody thought he was going to the Cubs. Now, I'm not sure what the Cubs are doing. Why they went out and got Stella? Everybody is talking about the Cubs have five million middle infielders. They're going to have to trade some. So what do they do? They go out and trade for a middle infielder, <laughs> uh, a secondary middle infielder. Do you, you know, know that Joe Madden kind of looks like a billy goat? Joe Madden also kind of looks like uh, the uh, Harry Carey. Too. Yeah, the, uh, <laughs> kind uh, of odd seeing as how that's their curse. I so. know uh, they got both Harry Carey mm. and the Billy Goat. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I like Joe Matt. Uh, All right, so uh, go to the awards. We're running out of time. So you have a problem with the AL Cy Young? Why? He won nine games. True. A starter who won nine games get. Tell me how he was better than King Felix because he struck out a lot of people. You've got a great point there. I, I, I don't understand. I, there may be some sabermetric stats. That are, you win nine games, nine games as a starter, and you're the – I just don't see it. Uh, well, I mean, I'm trying to look up here. Um, quality starts. It would have to be a – Quality starts. It, well, I'm, hey, I'm not a fan of the sabermetrics crap either, but – that's, this, not a, that's not a sabermetric stat. It's they not, but it's one like that they... FIPs and things like that. Yeah. FIP, whip, and VORP. Yeah. yeah, understood. But if you, you know... Um, um, let's see here. What was the actuals? By the way, I want to go back to Giancarlo Sand. 352? 25, 52, whatever. I remember when 100,000 was a big... Salary that was Babe when, Ruth. When well, no, no, no. The first person to make a hundred thousand was was Joe DiMaggio. Babe no. Ruth never made a hundred thousand. The first person to well, make a hundred thousand, he it, made eighty thousand when he said he was when he made fifty two thousand in nineteen twenty one or no nineteen twenty two after nineteen twenty one the greatest season by any baseball player ever. Uh, he makes fifty two thousand and the. Uh, and asked about this, he said he had a better year than Harry Truman. Blah blah blah. Uh, the first person to make a hundred thousand was Joe DiMaggio. The first person to make two hundred fifty thousand was Dick Allen. The first person to make—I uh, can't remember who was the first person to make a million. I want to say Dave Parker, but I know I thought it was Ryan Sandberg. Might have been. Might have been. I—I yeah. I, I know. I remember the, it as Ryan Sandberg. Uh, the when Ricky Henderson made three million, I thought, oh my gosh. Uh, this this has gone nuts. He's making three hundred million, uh, and this isn't like football dollars. They got to pay him. Um, yeah, the uh, just amazing to me. Uh, yeah, uh, but hey, you know what do I know? Uh, I don't know. We're I not a, a GM. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm a bartender. So what am I saying? I'm a radio show host. Radio star, right? <laughs> you are. You just don't know it yet. Um, well, I can't find the stat quickly enough, but um, I'd be curious to see what the sabermetric stats were on Corey Kluber because he uh, um, 
Coach, you just lied to me. He won 18 games last year. You win 18 games? Okay. He won 18 games last nine year. nine after the... Uh... He was 18 and nine. Oh, well, there's one. What in the world? In. <laughs> what are you trying to do? We're trying to run a professional show here. Yeah, Where right. did you get nine nine wins Maybe from? Maybe it was from the nine losses. He was I eighteen and nine with a two point four four ERA I still and two hundred and sixty nine strikeouts. I know he had a million strikeouts. I still give it to King Felix. I give it to King Felix too. And you know what? I'm gonna say it right here. Look out for the Mariners next year. Oh yeah. I I, I, I don't know what moves they've done already. I haven't been able to follow it as closely, but I think the Mariners in 2015 are going to pose a serious threat. I really think they have a very good sign of of signing Nelson Cruz, and if uh, yep. They yep, have, yep 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 they have Cruz behind Cano, then you know yeah look out. Well, all right. Well, coming into home, so we'll be talking about Japanese baseball eventually. Uh, not going to make any promises anymore, but um, coming up on Wednesday, November 19th. Um, and this should be on the air in time for people to make their plans accordingly. Uh, I will be doing a podcast at Bees Bistro, proud sponsor of Running the Bases. Coach will not be able to join. We'll miss you. But we know you'll be there uh, when we record there again in the future. And we'll be taking questions from folks at the Bistro. And uh, that should be a lot of fun. So 6010 Sandy Springs Circle, uh, Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, come see us. Come see Buzz and Deborah. Have a drink, have a shrimp and grits, you know, don't, don't have to fight traffic. That's right. Really easy to get to. So, well, coach, thank you as always. See you, Tucker. All right. Have a good night.